BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production. Available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. I saw Connor McDavid came out yesterday and said, the time is here, it's now or never. Broken record, Connor McDavid saying this, now's the time, it's now or never. It, it, I don't know, man. It feels to me like he's been saying it for a real long time. I don't believe anything I hear ever. But it's just like the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott. I don't want to hear it. Go out and <laughs> prove it. I don't care what they have to say. Is that just me? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, it is. I love it. I hear laughter out of the halls around here. Do you? Yes. It is like there is a vibe in hey, here today. this is supposed to be broadcasting. You're not supposed to be having fun. Oh, that's not a thing anymore? <laughs> what? Other buildings, not in ours. Ours is. Uh, welcome to the RP Show. I'm going to say this one time, and that's it. We're not on Game Plus television today. And for the next few days, we're preempted. It's that uh, Blast premiere thing again, isn't it? Yeah. It's a gaming tournament, so we're streaming. So for those that have us on YouTube, Facebook, and listen live at rodpeterson.com, you're good. But I can just anticipate the, you're not on Game Plus today. The texts and the tweets and the messages, <laughs> they're coming. They're coming. I know they are. Just so <laughs> I'm going to say it one time, and that's it. And I welcome everybody uh, to the program here today, it's been quite a day already, and it's still morning. Mm-hmm. It's not, not a bad day, but I told all the guys, okay, here's my day so far, and then we'll get into the guests, because it is the Rod Peterson Show, and that's what we're going to talk about, my day. I said, I'm going to be late, Moose. I got to go to the bank. I got to get some stuff done. Bank doesn't open until 930. Wouldn't it be nice to work banker's hours? Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Better than whatever. Forget I said that. Two old people lined up ahead of me at the front doors of the bank waiting to get in. And at 9.30, the doors open and they weeble wobble. Right, yeah, you put it on. (laughs) And I'm like, ah, yeah. And you're in a hurry. And the people, the tellers can see and they're laughing already. Because I'm standing there like, ah. So I waited, I waited. What are you going to do? You you got to do it. Yeah. Should have got there first, like the old people. I would have got ahead of them. So anyways, I got my stuff. I rolled in here nine minutes before showtime. And we're humming, man, with the interns. They're, they're writing. They're, they're crushing it. I'm like, oh, yeah. there's a vibe in here today. There is. I like it. It's great. 
Yes, there's a very positive vibe. People are laughing. It's a good place to come into work every day. Uh, Oh, well, my cousin, by the way, she is checking in from Chili Medicine Hat. And she said, Darren is Moose. What's Rod's nickname? Christine, you've known me since I was born in a barn. You, you of all people, should know my nickname of anybody. You're my cousin in Medicine Hat, so I'm just going to leave that. Okay. And she can figure it out. She knows. Uh, on the program today, I was looking forward to this. Clark and I must have a mental telepathy thing going because uh, I wanted to get this guy on. Scott Laughlin from Sirius XM NHL Radio. I listen to him every day. I feel like I know him, which I guess I kind of do. We work together at the score, but Scott Laughlin's going to be with us to talk NHL. And then Hall of Famer, former Argo, Ottawa Rough Rider, Saskatchewan Rough Rider, Stan Peter, Dan Rashevich will be with us, and Oakland Raider. Or Los Angeles Raider, actually, which we straightened out this week. Raz will be with us in hour two. So those are the guests. Can we hit the quick six show topics, <laughs> Thank you. So another thing where Clark's just killing it. Uh, did you tell him that I was going to be late coming in here? Today? Yes. Cause, yeah, because he just bing, 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 bing. He had it all ready to go. Second I walked in here, he's like, okay, NHL meetings going on. Was it New York, Clark? Chicago? Right. That's where Dan Saravelli is. I saw his Instagram this morning. So they're having NHL meetings in Chicago. Here's what came out of already this morning. Breaking news. Heritage Classic announced in March in Hamilton. It'll be Leafs and Sabres. I feel like we talked about that on this program a while back. It's been brought up as a speculation that they might play in it. And now it's official. Yeah, it's official. This Facebook. Facebook official this morning. The Heritage Classic will be played at the Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton between the Leafs and Sabres. And our friends from the Sins Hour podcast were poo-pooing this already. And they're like, oh, great, Leafs and Sabres again in Hamilton. And I'm like, Guy, guys, I love you, but don't poo-poo all over this already. That's what we thought with the Heritage Classic here. Remember? Between the uh, Flames and the Jets. We're like, come we want the Oilers and the Leafs. That would have been something. We want to st- stop it. You're still on that? Because I was like, it would have been great to see Connor McDavid and Neon Leon against Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. But, it, but no, it was the Flames and the Jets that went to overtime, and it was an amazing game. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Those two franchises are still talking about it. So maybe you're sick of the Leafs and the Sabres in the GTA in that area. And of course, you're the Sens podcast. I mean, I get it. This is a great thing. Don't you think? I think it's good. I think, you know, the, the story, the two teams are in the news a lot, especially with what's going on with Jack Eichel in Buffalo. If Buffalo can, can get some sort of relevance and, and get moving a little bit, they've got some decent pieces. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. I really do. It's going to be fun. Enjoy it. Listen, I was poo-pooing it too, but my friends with the Jets were like, no, 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 no. You got to go, man. This is like the Super Bowl. This is like, you know, this is like the Masters. And I went, and they were right. So get your tickets to the NHL Heritage Classic and enjoy it in March. That's not even in my show topics, by the way. That was just breaking news this morning and what was going on in the National Hockey League. So did we hit the show horn? We did. Okay. Number one. Can you hit it again just to see if you guys are with yeah. One Thursday night football tonight. I feel like we haven't even put week one in the NFL to bed yet, and we're talking about kicking off week two tonight. Oh, I know. Happens so fast. Yes, it happens fast. 
So it's the New York football giants at the Washington football team tonight. I, I read the previews of the game. Washington's favored by three and a half, 6.20 p.m. Mountain kickoff, 8.20 Eastern. The Giants have won the last five consecutive games between these two franchises, including they stomped them last year big time. But it's Washington favored by 3.5. Saquon Barkley is listed as questionable. I would guess that he will not play. And even if he does, he only had 26 yards last week in their season-opening loss to the Denver Broncos. I'm looking forward to the game because uh, these two teams reside in the NFC East, the division of my beloved Dallas Cowboys, and we're going to have our way with the Los Angeles Chargers this week. But, yeah, your take on the game tonight. This came up this morning as I was watching some of the coverage um, early morning. Tomorrow, we're going to be talking about one of these teams and what are they going to do with their quarterbacks, right? If the Giants lose, it'll be, is Daniel Jones the right guy? Can he get where he needs to go? If Washington loses now with Heineke starting and Fitzmagic injured, are they going to take a run at Cam Newton if they don't win this week? Oh, yeah. Right? So all those storylines are going to come out of this. It's kind of a juicy quarterback matchup, not tier one sexy Brady Mahomes, but this is kind of juicy of... You know, we didn't see a lot of Heineke, but he looked pretty good against Brady in the playoffs last year in that playoff game. Looked really good. And Jones has shown flashes, but then at other times he hasn't. So I kind of am looking to see which of these quarterbacks emerges tonight. Jennifer Ellingworth from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, home of the Seattle Kraken fan club. She writes in and says, who are you taking tonight, gents? I will always go with the odds if I don't know better. Do you know what I mean? If it's not my team and I have some sort of inside information, I'll go with the odds. And in this case, I'll go with Washington at three and a half to win the game and cover the spread. Um, Guys, you know the ding when I say you people? For every person that writes in and says, you're not on Game Plus today, can we hit a ding? Sandra Larson, first one from Saskatoon. You're not on Game Plus today. First one. Rewind. We covered it already. How many times... What's the over-under on people writing in and saying you're not on Game Plus today? 10? 11 and a half. Okay, 11, 11 point. <laughs> Clark just said 11. We're all on the same wavelength today. It's scary. It's weird. Just go with it. Yeah. Everybody is uh, writing in on the matchup for the Heritage Classic. From Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg. He says, good way for the Sabres to maximize their revenue from a home game versus the Leafs. James Zylstra is watching on YouTube. He says, the NHL should mix things up for the Heritage Classic games. I feel like they do a good enough job of that. Stephen Numadal writes in. He says, maybe a test for moving the Coyotes to Hamilton? Stop it. They're going to Houston. I've been saying that forever. Do we want to make a bet on that today? Yeah, they're not going to Hamilton. They're not going to they're Hamilton. They're not going no. to Hamilton. Nobody's going to Hamilton. They're all Leafs fans or Senators fans in Hamilton. Moving on, point two, uh, the Blue Jays take a day off. I'd like to see, again, people wrote in yesterday and said, what's your take on the uh, finale of that set, the Rays and Jays? We said, Robbie Ray's going to be dealing, and he was. Jays won 6-3. I was pretty confident on that one, but I'm not overly confident on tonight's Thursday night football game, so go with the odds makers. Jays off. They're at Minnesota this weekend. They still get the Orioles again, by the way. Mm-hmm. They have a very realistic shot now. I don't know how this happened. But good for them. They'd better finish it off. Point three, perusing NHL.com. They had a really scintillating topic on there, and that is who will be this year's Calder Trophy winner as Rookie of the Year. And they offered up some names, Moose. Cole Cole Caulfield, and people are going to go, how is he as a a rookie? 
Well, he only did his thing in the playoffs last year, right? Right. He didn't. He still qualifies as a rookie. Cole Caulfield of the Montreal Canadiens. Jamie Drysdale of the Anaheim Ducks. Steve Knight of my rapidly ascending almost favorite team, Florida Panthers. Sorry, Spencer Knight. Spencer. The goaltender. Yeah, well, he's got to make him a household name. Spencer Knight. 4-0 last year as a rookie. So he still qualifies as a rookie. And Trevor Zegras of the Anaheim Ducks. Those are four names that NHL.com came up with as rookies that could win the Calder as Rookie of the Year this year. Is there anybody else on your radar? Ooh. Are three of the four of them American? Yeah, stop it. That's, that's what stood out to me. Those are, the, those are the heavy favorites, I think. Oh, they are. And that's why I put, so with Spencer Knight, yeah, obviously I know who he is because he backstopped the Americans to the gold medal game in the World Juniors and the gold medal, and we're not talking about it. But the last goalie to win Rookie of the Year in the NHL, you'll never get it because I'm a goalie guy and I didn't get it. Anybody? Can you give me a decade? Uh he was this, he, Clark just said Andrew Raycroft. He was the second last goalie. There's been somebody since. No, he's saying Carey Price. Raycroft was in, I believe, before. Steve Mason, Columbus Blue Jackets. Wow. 2009. Off the board. So it's fairly rare. Yeah. Fairly rare. And Spencer Knight might get it done for the Florida Panthers. But here's the thing two of these four are Anaheim Ducks team that I picked to make the playoffs in the Pacific Division this year. Well, the young so. players, right, can step up. I mean, for Spencer Knight, though, he's got to play. He's got to play in enough games to earn it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, happy birthday, happy birthday to Bruce McKnight, our favorite scout of the Anaheim Ducks. Came up in my Facebook feed today. Um, our poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this, and it was spawned from one of our viewers yesterday. Which Canadian NHL general manager is on the hot seat the most? This year, four possibilities. Brad Tree, Living, Brad Tree Living of the Flames, Jim Benning of the Vancouver Canucks, Kyle Dubas of the Leafs, or Ken Shoveldayoff off of Winnipeg. And I don't think Chevy even belongs in this list, but I put him in there anyways. Running away with it, Brad Tree Living, of, well, on Twitter, of your friendly neighborhood, Calgary Flames. I see on Facebook, Kyle Dubas running away with it. See the difference in demographic between the viewers of the two yeah. digital platforms? I know. I know. I would probably, I don't like to vote on these, right? Because they're all mm-hmm. good people. I like, I'd probably say Brad Tree Living's got the most heat because they've got he does. such a raw, they, they were close, right? When they were first and had the playoff disappointments. They've went all in on this group and you let Mark Giordano go to the Kraken. So for Brad Tree Living and getting Giordano locked in and all of that, his balls are kind of on the table. Right, he kind of oh yeah has went all in with this group, so I think he's probably on the hot seat of of all of them the most. Uh, you can vote for the next twenty four hours on that. By the way, this is the warm up brought to you by Ecole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, Ecole Electric. Let's get to work. Uh, on the Thursday nighter, you see J Rod's writing in. J Rod, <laughs> he says tonight's game is the most boring game ever. Don't watch it then. Point four, CFL notes. Um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders have, will not name a starting quarterback yet for Friday's game against the Tirana Argonauts. Argos are in town, by the way. I saw some of them last night. They look young. They look refreshed. They look confident. 
Riders still favored by 4.5 for the game, though, uh, at betregal.net. The brawl. They're still talking about the brawl. Has news come out yet? Supplementary discipline? For anybody? Anyone? Nothing yet? Checking my email here from CFL headquarters and uh, nothing yet. If anybody's going to get fined, suspended, coming out of the brawl for it all in the banjo brawl. Uh, that's the CFL notes. College football. Did you pick a team yet? I did. Who you got? It's not, it's not Oregon. It's not Oregon. Even though, like, I put that out there that said if they beat Ohio State, maybe I'll pick the Ducks. It's not Oregon, even though that was really impressive. I'm going off the board. Was it the, with the four that we had? No. Off the board. Michigan, the Wolverines. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah, the Wolverines. How about that? Spicy. <laughs> How about that? That's who I picked, the Wolverines. Why? Um, I like the colors. I like the traditions. And I watched the, the Wolverines documentary in my office one day, and I'm hooked. Uh, have fun going to Detroit to watch your team. Big stadium, lots of... The big house. The only reason to go to Detroit, okay. I guess. Meanwhile, my Alabama Crimson Tide, Roll Tide taking on Florida this week in a battle of 2-0 and teams. Could have been my team versus your team this week. Yeah. Just saying. But uh, I think this has something to do with Tom Brady. Yeah. Yeah. That's an influence. And the color scheme. I like the color scheme. I thought about wearing the Oregon Ducks gear, and I'm like, the big green and the yellow, I just don't think I could wear. They do have some cool stuff. It but... looks good. Um, And it would have been the Longhorns, but they got rolled on the weekend. That didn't inspire me. You're a front runner. You only go with the winners, eh? <laughs> Says, the, Says the Crimson Tide fan. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And uh, point six was other sports notes, which we can uh, get to throughout the, the morning. Clark, can you, do you still have those notes you put up, or you took them off here on what was on? Can you? Because I know we're over, and Scott Laughlin's ready to go. But again, NHL meetings going on in Chicago this morning. They've announced the Heritage Classic game. Here we go. Nice work, Clark. Real nice, Clark. Heritage Classic and March in Hamilton. Leaf Sabres. People are already bitching about the matchup. It's 2021, of course. That's what Twitter's for. We will have full capacity arenas in Alberta and Manitoba, which is amazing. Partial crowds in Vancouver and Montreal. Okay. Ontario, they don't know yet. And the investigation into the Chicago off-ice controversy uh, is ongoing. Sexual assault charge involving one of their staff. So we got a lot to get to with Scott Laughlin of Sirius XM NHL Radio. When we come back, this has been the warm-up for E-Code Electric. We'll be right back on uh, Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. It is uh, a Thursday, right? This Canada's daytime sports talk show, Game Plus Television Live, plus YouTube and Facebook. And breaking news today already, the Toronto Maple Leafs and Buffalo Sabres are taking things outside. They'll play the 2022 Heritage Classic on March 13th at Tim Hortons Field in Hamilton. The NHL announced this morning it is the fourth outdoor game for the Leafs, third for the Sabres. And by the way, the temperature in Hamilton this past March, 
13th of 2021 was a high of plus five. So let's bring in that? right. Let's bring in Scott Laughlin from Sirius XM NHL Radio. Wonderful things to talk about today. How you doing, Scott? I'm doing well, Rod. The last time I was on with you, I think I had shoulder length hair. The telephone dropped to the floor. So I'm hoping that things go a little bit better from my perspective with you this uh, this time today. Thanks for joining me. I didn't even notice, and I know that you're with radio. Nobody would have even known any of those things. But uh, yeah. We're swimming. We're swimming on TV now, Scott. With the announcement of the outdoor game today, it had been leaked before. I think we knew that it was going to be the teams, and I don't know about you. Some of our viewers are already poo-pooing the matchup. I think it's great. Obviously, you're going to be there. What say you? Well, I tell you what. I mean, Hamilton is kind of halfway between Toronto and Buffalo anyway. You've got a great uh, Sabres fan base that's based out of Southern Ontario. Uh, this allows the fans to come across the border from Western New York. It's a no-brainer. Uh, it's not the biggest stadium, as we know, at Tim Hortons Field. It's a nice stadium. Uh, a little bit of an improvement over Ivor Wynn back in the day, Rod. I know you've been there many times over the years. Uh, Ivor Wynn was like Exhibition Stadium, right? A little bit antiquated, but still with some great history and some great traditions along the way. Uh, I just think this is great, uh, not only for, I think, the Sabres and the Leafs, but maybe even for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. I already saw earlier today that the Cats on Twitter have said that season ticket holders get first dibs on ducats. So, I think it'll be a, a no-brainer for the NHL to make this work. Uh, as you say, the weatherman, Mother Nature, hopefully will cooperate coming up on March 13th. But I think it's a win-win for the National Hockey League and uh, I guess to a certain extent for the Canadian Football League and the Tiger Cats as well. Could it have been a better matchup in your mind? Like, listen, the Heritage Classic here was Calgary-Winnipeg and it was amazing. When it was announced, a lot of people hoped that it was Oilers-Leafs. Didn't matter. It turned out great. Could this be a better matchup than Leafs-Sabres in your mind or not? Well, I think as far as geographical regions concerned are concerned and rivals are concerned, I think it's Buffalo or it's Detroit. Now, maybe Detroit's a tad a little bit up the, the rung, mm. uh, up the ladder a little bit, a rung or two up the ladder, uh, more so than Detroit is, or at least Buffalo is right now. Uh, but again, whether it's Detroit or Buffalo, geographically speaking, this is as best as you're going to get given the circumstances. Uh, so, no, I, I think it'll be fine. I, I think it'll be something that does well. Like I say, sort of smack dab halfway in between the city of Toronto and the city of Buffalo. Uh, so I think it'll work out really, really well. A couple of markets with two great fan bases. Having said that, kind of what you're getting at here, Rod, is Buffalo is not going to be very good. As we know, they're going to be in the fight for right going to the draft in July of 2022. So they've still got some work to do with a really young hockey club. I don't think that that will deter or diminish the enthusiasm of each respective fan base, though. So I think it's going to be a, a real good situation for the league and for the two respective franchises. I mentioned the fourth outdoor game for the Leafs, the third for the Sabres. What's been your outdoor game history, Scott? Have you attended one? Believe it or not, Rod, I'm going to surprise you. I've not been to one. Quite frankly, quite frankly, sometimes I'm sitting at home on a, on a New Year's Day thinking, you know what, that'd be great to be down there. That'd be great mm -hmm. to be there. Uh, but I, I tell you what, I haven't been to one. Uh, so this will likely, as you say, be the first one I'll ever attend it. So I wish I had some past experience to draw back on. Only with what everybody else has seen uh, can I draw on those experiences. And, you know, when you talk about Buffalo, you think about the very first one, right? The Outdoor Winter Classic. I know there was the Heritage Classic out there in Edmonton before that, and where it was the Oilers and it was Montreal. And Jose Theodore's wearing the toque and sales in Quebec went through the roof. Uh, wearing Le Chapeau uh, after that. Uh, that was the coldest weekend that people have ever told me about, but the Outdoor Heritage Classic, I guess it was, what, back in 2003, 
But when they started the Winter Classic up, it was something that got going in Western New York. We had that picturesque, theatrical-type background with Cindy Crosby one-on-one with Ryan Miller to try to win the game in a shootout. Uh, I don't think anything could ever top that, but they've come close. They've had some real successful ventures with the outdoor games, and I think deep down for those particular markets that are hosting and for those two teams that are playing and contesting that particular day, I think it's been a great financial boon an interest boon for those particular markets for the NHL. Yeah, for sure. The uh, Well, I mentioned the Heritage Classic being here. The NHL left behind a bunch of banners for us. Our studios are adorned with them, uh, which we love. And then, when, <laughs> like my dad working for the Dallas Stars for 26 years, um, when they had the outdoor game in Dallas two years ago, all the NHL scouts were like, oh, mm-hmm. it would have been a shame if your dad, it's too bad your dad's not still around. Uh, you guys all would have gone down there. And I'm like, well, well, it is what it is. But I mean, the Cotton Bowl, they filled it for the, for the game in Dallas. So this is a very special thing. And it won't take as much to fill Tim Horton's field, for sure, based on seating capacity. So I think it's great. Anything else uh, out of these NHL announcements this morning? Catch your eye, Scott. Well, you know what, I, you know, say what you will about, you know, to vaccine or to not vaccine. That, that is the question for some, not particularly for others, regardless of where you stand uh, on this issue. Uh, I found it interesting that Bill Daly says that 98 percent of the league's players he expects will be vaccinated. Uh, he said as few as 15 players might not be vaccinated uh, for various reasons, of course. But I find that astounding. That's a pretty high number when you're talking, Rod, 750-plus players now in the National Hockey League. For Bill to come out and say that he fully expects 98% of those players to be fully vaccinated, uh, I I think is a a real high number. By way of comparison to the NBA, we found out that the NBA Players Association has come out and said that they're not going to mandate vaccines for their players and you can do what you want. You've got the right to choose and the whole bit. So I just find it interesting to watch the way the NBA's handled it and the way that the NHL and the NHLPA have somewhat encouraged their players to get it all done. Like in many walks of society, we're starting to find out that if you're fully vaxxed, you get certain benefits that come your way. And if you're not fully vaccinated, you are going to have to go through some more stringent protocols. So that's what the NHL is working with. That's what the players are working through in the 21-22 campaign. But 98% to me, Rod, is a pretty high number. For sure it is. And uh, it's like, how much are you, I mean, I said I listen to you guys every day, but I'll, I'll ask you this question to tell our viewers. How much are you spending on vaccination on this topic versus actual hockey on Sirius XM NHL radio? Well, thankfully, thankfully, we're just given a little bit to, you know, things like vaccines, capacities, attendance, things, things, things like that. Uh, again, it's such a hot button topic. And again, we <laughs> talk about how it's been politicized and, we talk about the health reasons and, you know, to get it or not to get it, that that sort of thing. I think for me, hosting a hockey show, it's easy to sort of get sidetracked into something like that. So I think we have to point out the numbers. We have to point out, as you mentioned earlier in your first segment, just exactly what the capacity limits are going to look like, at least to start the season in the NHL. As we hope we get better as we progress throughout the season. Uh, but thankfully, we're just kind of looking right now towards training camps starting up in and around the NHL next week. And, you know, I, I've often caught myself saying the last couple of days in returning from vacation, Rod, that hope springs eternal. Now, we know that when Buffalo takes the ice and we know that when Arizona certainly takes the ice, they are going to be in for some tough times this coming season. No question about that. And we talk about the draft and maybe there's some hope on the horizon when it comes to, to, to guys like Shane Wright and Brad Lambert, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But that's for next year. This season's going to be tough for some teams out there. And yet, as you know, in every sport, before you play a game, you think, 
Why not us? Why not us? Because this five-year plan thing in professional sports has kind of gone by the wayside. I think teams can become markedly better sooner, as the New York Rangers have kind of showed in the Eastern Conference of late. Uh, but I think for those particular teams that we've clearly identified as being right down there at the bottom, that's exactly where they're going to finish, regrettably. You know, it's interesting, by the way, as we sit here and talk about what's going on in the NHL. The uh, with I'm always amazed at how much people care about the Arizona Coyotes in Canada. I guess it's, you know, there's 32 teams, but John Ferguson Jr. has joined them as assistant GM, as you know. And being the Leafs follower that you are, you would remember John's time with, with the Buds. Yep. What do you think about this move of John Ferguson Jr. joining the Arizona Coyotes? Well, look, I mean, we remember when Fergie first joined the Leafs, too. I mean, his forte was the salary cap, too, right? He's a really good numbers guy. And say what you will about his time in Toronto, and there were some some good things that happened and certainly a number of things that he'd probably want do-overs on. That being said, he's been a part of the Bruins organization now for quite some time. He's been a key figure in their front office, uh, he has been a, a real good, keen eye of talent. And I think when you look at Arizona too, Rod, you look at the way that Bill Armstrong has started to retool that organization. Look, we knew from the get-go that they were going to trade away everybody that they could. Every veteran player with a big-time contract was going to be going out the door, unless your name's Phil Kessel. For whatever reason, they haven't found a taker on Kessel just yet. That might happen here in the coming months ahead, as we know. But I think he's gone in there with a mandate, Bill Armstrong, and that is to kind of start over. They had no draft picks. We knew that they got slapped on the wrist by the NHL pretty solidly when it came to losing first and second round picks for the uh, scouting combine circumvention that they had go on uh, a year or two ago. So they've been slapped by that. So they had nothing really in the cupboards in trying to make this transition. They're retooling again. Actually, they're rebuilding once again. Let's call it what it is. And if you look at next year's draft rod in July of 2022, they're potentially going to have three first round draft choices. They're going to have five second-round picks. So eight picks in the first two rounds of next year's draft. I think bodes well for this organization starting to turn the corner once again. It'll be interesting to say, see how it works out. I mean, Rick Tockett joined me on the program yesterday. We talked to Rick about leaving Arizona, what he left behind after, what, four years behind the bench. He's heading off, of course, uh, to uh, Turner to work with Gretzky and, and all those good people down there as they embark on covering the National Hockey League for the first time ever. Andre Turney, who's got a great deal of success and some history in the Canadian Hockey League and, of course, with the Ottawa 67s and through Hockey Canada, is going to be that quote-unquote young coach that will be allowed to grow with the young players, much the way that DJ Smith has done with the Ottawa Senators. So, look, it's, it's a constant spinning of the wheels. And aside from that, Rod, we know that they've got the bigger question to answer in your last year at Gila River Arena. Glendale has said, we don't want you coming back after this year. They've got to go find a home. The next couple of weeks and couple of months, dare I say, are going to be very, very key in terms of determining the future or lack thereof of the Coyotes out there in the desert. <laughs> it's never boring. It's absolutely never boring. And the one thing about Tockett, who everybody loves him, of course, is he can say he made the playoffs in his time in Arizona, which is what which the team is is bragging up. Uh, they knocked off Nashville in the play-in before losing to Colorado, so he did make the playoffs mm -hmm. uh, two years ago. From Roe Williams in 77, watching on YouTube, says, Loving the show, guys. The Rod Peterson Show is must-watch viewing. I appreciate that. Uh, before I let you go, Scott, our poll question today is a touchy one, and I, I wonder how you deal with this on your job. The poll question is, which Canadian NHL GM is the most on the hot seat? 
and we kind of kicked this around with the viewers mm. yesterday. And I know it's a toughie. Uh, we got <laughs> we narrowed it down to Brad Tree living in Calgary, Jim Benning in Vancouver, Kyle Dubas in Toronto, mm. and Kevin Shovel Day off with Winnipeg. And Chevy is way, way, way four percent of the vote. Chevy's fine, but Brad Tree living is leading with Calgary. Um, your thoughts on that? I mean, I didn't really want to talk about it because we're just going into the year, but the viewers, they love this stuff. Yeah, you know, it's always difficult to say that. You know, who's the guy that's going to be fired next? I mean, it's not exactly the, <laughs> right. the most positive way or happy way or enjoyable way to start your day, but I get where you're coming from, Rod. I understand why the fans are fo- so fascinated uh, with this question. Uh, yeah, you could make the case. Look, Vancouver, Jim Benning's been maligned over the last couple of seasons. Yet, I like what they did. I like what they added to that roster. Connor Garland up front's really going to help out, I think, on that second line in particular. I think that OEL, at the age of 30, he grew stale in that situation we just spoke of out there in the desert. I think that OEL still got some really good hockey in front of him, and I think that that he'll be a guy that can grow and really have a good influence on Quinn Hughes, whom we expect at some point will have a new deal along with EP40, Elias Pedersen, to lead the way for the Vancouver Canucks. I, I think, and I'm not just saying this because if I drive a half an hour, I get down to Scotiabank Arena, Rod, I, I'm saying that Kyle Dubas is, is on the hot seat. Uh, he's acknowledged that. He's admitted it. Could you imagine, come springtime, if this talented Leafs team gets knocked out in the first round of the playoffs again, uh, I can't imagine it. Well, maybe I can. They haven't won a first-round playoff series since 2004, but they've got too much talent not to win at least one playoff round. They blow a 3-1 series lead against the Habs a couple of months ago. We saw how that all played out before our very eyes. i got to think that this is it for Kyle Dubas. You know, regardless of, of how intelligent he is uh, when it comes to today's modern uh, analytics and, and putting a team roster together, and again, it's a talented roster. It's so talented that they need to win. They need to win at least a playoff series, you'd think. It's not going to be easy because they go back into the Atlantic Division and Tampa Bay still going to be the team to beat. Florida's right there behind Tampa Bay, I think. Boston somehow, some way, always finds its way into the mix. Montreal without Shea Weber. Uh, we'll probably find some way to have the kids like Caulfield and Suzuki take yet another step. And, you know, they'll they'll bandy something together in terms of what the blue line's going to look like, even without their captain. Uh, I just think it's Kyle Dubas. Uh, I think anything less than winning a round in the playoffs means that he's probably shown the door. And probably deservedly so, because when you get a handful of years to make it work in the modern-day NHL, which as I alluded to earlier, Rod, I mean, you've got advantages that other teams didn't. You can go out there and you can draft and you can see players jump into the NHL a lot earlier than they were expected to back in the day. You can go out and make some free free agent acquisitions and spend some money that can make you that much better, that much quicker. I think Kyle Dubas has no excuse but to win in the playoffs this time around. Couldn't agree more. Could not agree more. Thanks for the time, Scott. Love the TB12 shirt, except for last week. I wasn't cheering for him with a minute to go in the season opener because I'm a Cowboys fan. What's up? Rod, I've been a Cowboys fan since 1977, so the next time I come on, assuming the phone doesn't fall to the phone, or at least to the floor, uh, you (laughs) and I can talk some Dallas Cowboys and go back to 77 if you want. We'll be talking about this week's win in L.A. for sure. Scott, thanks for this, my man. Love the haircut. Keep it up. Love listening to you. Have a great day, my friend. Anytime. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Scott Laughlin from SiriusXM. NHL Radio. He's a good one. Oh, yeah. We'll be back with a sports update. We're brought to you by World Rugby Sevens here in Hour 1. We'll tell you more about that when we return. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. 
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We roll on hour one. Brought to you by World Rugby Sevens. It's only nine days away now. September 25th and 26th in Edmonton, the World Rugby Sevens series features teams from across the globe with action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. We appreciate Explore Edmonton coming on board with us. If you like what we're doing on the RP Show, would you please support our sponsors like Explore Edmonton? You want a trip? You want to get out of here? September 25th, 26th in Edmonton, World Rugby Sevens. You can get your tickets at CanadaSevens.com. Jeff in Winnipeg, Camillus writes in. He says, I love the fact I get to watch four hours of sports talk between the RP Show and Winnipeg Sports Talk. I was mentioning that the other day. I went to Winnipeg Sports Talk right after we went off the air. It was all the same folks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm luck- I feel very grateful and fortunate to be able to provide that for you. Brady from um, Muskoka, Ontario. RP show, fist pound. Every morning I get up and I watch Get Up on ESPN. It just makes me feel good. Are you the same? When you turn that on, there's your guy. Tell me about it. And your guy. I'm like, I hope that's what we do for our viewers. We just make them feel good yeah. when they turn it on. I hope. Um, let me get to a sports update. <laughs> this is hours old, and it's so old. The Toronto Blue Jays hold the American League wildcard slot after Bo Bichette and Robbie Ray led them to a 6-3 victory over the Tampa Bay Rays at Rogers Center on Wednesday. Bichette put Toronto ahead to stay with a three-run homer in the first inning. Uh, Robbie Ray, 12-5 now after striking out 13 and holding Tampa Bay to a run and four hits. Jays off today. Going to mini this weekend. And now we're scoreboard watching. Brett Gardner blooped a two-run single in the ninth inning that was set up by a double steal, and the Yankees beat the Orioles 4-3 for their third straight win. The Yankees kept pace with Toronto and Boston atop the AL wildcard standings as all three teams won. Oilers prospect Dylan Holloway will be out at least three months following wrist surgery. The team says Holloway originally required surgery for a scaphoid fracture while playing at the University of Wisconsin earlier this year. Soccer fans... Forge FC is the first club through to the semifinals of the 2021 Canadian Championship after defeating Valor 2-1. The hosts entered the game on the back of a 2-0 home defeat to York United FC in the Canadian Premier League on Saturday, but bounced back at Tim Hortons Field against a valiant Winnipeg side. Shout out Tim Hortons Field, by the way. Grey Cup, Heritage Classic. You got Canadian Premier League going on there. They got it figured out. I feel like Tim Hortons Field has chosen not to participate in the pandemic, which I'll get to some of the comments here in a moment. Uh, Reluctantly. Dallas Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence broke a foot in practice and will likely be out at least six weeks. That's according to two people with knowledge of the injury. Lawrence was helped off the field during the first practice to prepare for Sunday's visit to the L.A. Chargers this sports update for the Tab Brew House and Drive Through Liquor Store for Ballers Rec Room, home of the four hour Rough Riders tailgate party. Next one coming your way this Friday as the Riders get ho- ready to host the Toronto Argonauts. And for Red Bull Canada, 
Red Bull gives you wings. Out of the NHL this morning, and we thank John Kirby for announcing it, helping us announce it. The Edmonton Oilers, Calgary Flames, and Winnipeg Jets have been approved to start the 2021-22 NHL season at full capacity. This came out this morning. The Vancouver Canucks and Montreal Canadiens have been approved for partial capacity. A decision has not yet been made on the Ottawa Senators and Toronto Maple Leafs, and that's because of the province of Ontario, of course. But I don't... I just do my thing. Got my little negative COVID test. Yeah, da, 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 da. Can I celebrate? That? What? <laughs> yeah, sure. I can. I'm good now. Of course. Oh, good one, Rod. Of Thank course. You. I, I, I can celebrate now and do yeah. the cha-cha-cha. Well. Can I not? No. Oh, you're on the three-yard line. <laughs> you got to get to Friday. Don't, don't start celebrating <laughs> on the two-yard line. Okay. Get in there. I get it. You know? Leon Lett. Just wear your mask Don't do for the rest Leon of the, the week, please. Please, please. Uh, point being, I'm going to Florida. And I got this. And I'm sitting there last night doing farmer math with the guy giving me the 72 hours, 48 hours. Right? Doing the math. Yeah. And then I got the call. He's like, you're negative. I'll be emailing you this, and I have it, and Darren printed it off for me today. Then I get, I get the e-health thing. I got that done. I'm done. I'm ready to go. Nice work. It was, I feel like it was a team effort. And it is. It was, for sure. Started, you know, between that and taking the call on the air and getting it all taken care well, of. Well, honestly, I was saying to uh, some friends, how do dumb people handle this? We're smart people, and it's confusing. I know. Mm. <laughs> Jeff in Winnipeg says, LOL, the COVID negative test dance. Right. Wayne in Victoria says, I think I took the RP show for granted before COVID and, la- and the last year and a half. Now I definitely appreciate the RP show. Appreciate the RP show more than you can imagine. Good. So do we. Tell your friends. Yes, please. Viewer takeover coming up next. Next hour, Dan Rashevich in studio, Hall of Famer, CFL, NFL alum. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. Yeah, uh, James uh, Zylstra writes in as we do viewer takeover here, and he says, any news on the Riders' starting quarterback? Yes. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders announced their roster for Friday night's game. They announced it this morning, and Cody Fajardo was listed as the number one quarterback. But that doesn't surprise me a whole lot. That doesn't surprise me a whole lot. But Fajardo, top of the depth chart for Friday's game. He's been practicing this week. I'm sure he'll play. That's the news. (sighs) Interesting what Darren and I were talking about in the break. As we go to viewer takeover here, Prairie Mobile text line. From Don Mitchell, Navy friend, close friend. Hi, Rod. I was listening to your show on the podcast yesterday and heard your MLS report and that gasp, you may go to a match. 
it's your decision, but please consider the CPL as well. The talent level is just as good, and they're all Canadian. Have fun in Miami. There's only one of me. There's only so much time. Yeah. You give him, you give him a rope. Well, you want to be a cowboy. <laughs> you give him an inch. You want to take a mile. <laughs> I can't. Well, there's just a couple things on that. We don't have CPL here. <laughs> yeah. We've never. I don't think you're in the mood to plan a whole destination to travel just for soccer yet. Uh, you're going to happen to be in the Florida area where they have MLS. There's yeah. no CPL down. Yeah, there. I want to go to Orlando. When they put in Miami, I know when they put a team here. If we're here, that we'll go to a game. Right. Yeah. Not imminent. Not imminent. That stadium in Orlando looks like uh, fire, doesn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it looks great. I don't know. I the thing is, when a lot of people when they like to travel, they have different options. I like to go where it's hot. I like to go where there's action. A lot of people like to go where there's no action and where it's cold. That's your jam. Like Detroit, not mine. Michigan. <laughs> like Detroit, Michigan to go watch college football. Why not? Um, from JR in Toronto watching streaming today. He says, enjoying the show today, guys. Which league do you think generates the most buzz to open their season? I'm thinking it's got to be a coin toss between MLB, NFL. What's your take? Mm, I can't say it any better than that, I don't think. I mean, look at the hype for Buccaneers-Cowboys one week ago tonight. What more is there? The only thing is, that's for one game, and correct me if I'm wrong, Major League Baseball opening day is a league-wide event. The NFL is all focused on one game, two teams on the Thursday night, and that's cool, Mm -hmm. whereas baseball, every market gets excited for their own home opener. See the difference? Yeah. And I'm thinking about the other major leagues, NHL, in Canada, I would like to think we'd say that it's the NHL to answer that question. Yeah. Is there one league that, I get what he's saying, who has the most hype for their league opener? It's, it's a tough question. It's a really tough question. Yeah, I think MLB opening day or NFL that Thursday nighter. Probably MLB opening day. I hear that a lot more, I feel like. It's a bigger deal. We, yeah. ordered, we ordered hot dogs for opening day, didn't we? We say what? Was that the day we ordered hot dogs around here? Here, yeah. It was opening day, right? But I've been, I was at the D-backs opening game a number of years ago in Phoenix, and they do it right. Mm -hmm. All these leagues do it right. And uh, great comments coming in. We will carry them over into hour two for Core Grain. That's the golf shirt I'm wearing today, by the way, Core Grain. We love their support. We'll be right back after this break on Game Plus, YouTube, and Facebook. For more Rod Peterson On Demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.